Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about looking at Jesus. So I wanted to take time to share in the simplicity of looking at the Lord, because really it just takes one look, right? One look to look at the Lord, to feel His presence, to to be able to be drawn to hearing His truth. And so I want to just share um, one of these, you know, an experience that I had, an instance during worship. And, you know, usually I'm focused, but that day I had so much in my mind and I was getting attacked a lot in that particular week with a lot of anxious thoughts. And so coming into worship, you know, my thoughts were just all over the place. And so I found myself just looking around the room to just get my thoughts away, you know. And as I was just looking around the room, I clearly heard the Lord say, will you just look at me? And it was just so clear in my heart that I was like startled all of a sudden. I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, the Lord is just wanting me to look at him. But the way he said it was with such a loving tone. It, was, it wasn't like he was angry, like, will you look at me? It was more of, hey, will you look at me? It was like this sweet invitation, invitation from the Lord where I could just hear his desire for me. He just wanted me just to look at him. That's all he wanted was for me to look at him. And so afterwards, I just closed my eyes and, and we you know we were worshiping and I was just like, Lord, like, no, yes, I want to, I want to focus my eyes on you, not on these distractions, right? Not on the anxious thoughts that's coming in. And what's crazy is I thought that looking around the room and thinking about other things would distract my mind from the anxious thoughts that were coming to me. But when I looked at Jesus, it wasn't even just getting my mind off to not look at my anxious thoughts. But as I was looking at him and worshiping him, his truth started shining light in those dark areas. Anxiety started breaking off, right? I started declaring who God is like, Lord, you are God and there's nothing I have to fear, right? God, like you love me so much, you know, as we were singing about the cross and remembering him, like as I looked upon him, I was empowered, right? The Lord strengthened me and empowered me with his truth to set me free from the lies and and the bondage is, you know, that I was experiencing. And that's what Jesus did when he died on the cross. That was to give us a victorious life, to step over sin. You know, when Jesus died on the cross, he gave us access to him when we, when we invite him. And he put his spirit in us, his Holy Spirit, that illuminates the word, that reminds us of his word and his truth. And so while I was at worship, you know, and just looking at Jesus and focusing on him, it was like those those anxious thoughts lost its power. And that's the beauty about looking at Jesus. You know, many times the world would put so many solutions in our face, like just binge on Netflix, right? Or go out and paint, hang out with friends. Like those are great things, but those are temporary solutions. Because once you're, you know, back in your room, back to reality, those thoughts that are in your mind that you've just been distracting yourself will come about again. But the only way to uproot those lies, those things that torment you, those bondages that you have is Jesus, His love and His truth, right? He is the Word. Jesus is the Word made into flesh. And we read that the Word is truth, God's truth, right? It has the power, you know, um, 
in the scriptures it says that God's word has the power to correct us, right? To to do all these things. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And so we know that Jesus is the word. So as we look at him, as we look upon the word, which is still looking at Jesus because he is the word, we will find ourselves experiencing life to the fullest. Right, Paul's prayer in Ephesians is that we would be rooted and established in his love. And guys, it is impossible to be rooted in God's love without looking at him. Right, we need to practice looking at him with our eyes, with our heart. Right, like our heart also has eyes. The eyes of our heart need to look upon the Lord. Let everything that we are, right, God's greatest commandment is for us to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so with everything that we are, look to Jesus look to him call upon him he promises that when we call upon him he will come and he will answer i want to read to you all in psalm 34 verses 4 through 6. it says i sought the lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed this poor man called and the lord heard him he saved him out of all his troubles and i'm going to actually read here 8 and verses 10. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And I would encourage you all to read all, right? Read all of Psalm 34 because it's so beautiful. And it's such a reminder that when we seek God, it says here, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. When we seek God, God will always answer. He may not answer all our questions, but he will always give you what you need. Right, that's why we pray, Lord, give us this day, our daily bread. God will give you what you need to strengthen you for the day. And so when you seek the Lord, expect Him to speak back. He might speak back to you through the Holy Spirit reminding you of, of scripture in the Bible, right? Um, a vision, a memory, whatever it is, God will always answer, right? Understand like, yes, God will use people, but He can answer with you directly in the secret place. So we have to come in, first of all, with faith. I've talked about this too in the last podcast and videos about Hebrews where it says it's impossible to please God without faith, right? Because those who seek Him must seek Him earnestly and He rewards those who seek Him earnestly. But we need to have faith that God is there, that He's real, that He's going to answer us, that He loves us. And so like, you know, as I was even meditating on Psalm 34, it was a good reminder for me. And it still is till this day. There's moments where like, I don't feel good. But in those moments, I have to remember, let me seek God. Because when we seek God, He will answer, right? I sought the Lord, He answered me. And when God answers, that's when we get delivered, right? Because His answer, His response, His word is truth. And truth will set you free. That's what John 8 says. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we need to first give our attention and to look at Jesus. He's not going to force His word upon us. He'll call us. He'll give us signs, right? Like Moses saw... You know, there was a burning bush. It got his attention. And so God will try to get our attention, but we have to make the choice to look at him. We have to make the choice each day to stop and seek him, to hear him. I want to encourage you for those who maybe feel like you're just so distracted or maybe you've been stuck with so much emotion, emotional anger, guilt, unforgiveness, shame, fear. Like take time to look at Jesus and worship him. Worship him and then invite him to comfort you. Right? And when you open up the word, don't just try to read this like a book, but invite the Lord. Look at Jesus. Find Jesus in these scriptures. Find the Lord. Invite him in. 
And I love in verse 6, I was um, doing Bible study for those actually that are looking for an, an online community to grow in the Word and to be strengthened with one another. Definitely consider joining our Bible studies. I'm going to just plug it in here. I wasn't planning to, um, but I'll put the link here below so you guys can sign up at livingrevelations.com. But sign up, you know, and if you're interested, because in our Bible studies, it's, it's such a great way to be able to grow in the Word, grow our relationship with God, but also grow in community and strengthen one another. One of the things that we do in the Bible studies is um, I like to get everyone's, you know, thoughts. You know, what is God speaking? But I really love how this one girl in our Bible study particularly mentioned this verse, taste and see that the Lord is good. And she shared how God wants us to actually experience His goodness, right? Like taste and see. And that was so great. I love that she shared that because it's true, right? Like God, as we seek Him, He wants us to taste and see His goodness. You know, He doesn't want us to be like, you know, those people that say like, oh yeah, I've heard that restaurant is good. He wants to be like, I know that place is good. I know that the Lord is good. He wants us to have that personal conviction to be like, God is good. And guys, like obviously it takes our obedience, but the first step that I want to talk about today is looking at Jesus, looking at Him. And as we look to Jesus, holding on to His word, going back again, um, I'm going to read in John 8 again, 31 to 32 this time. Jesus says, if you hold to my teaching, or as in like, if you obey my teaching or abide in my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So as we look to Jesus and he speaks to us, we need to cling to that and obey it. And then we will know in our hearts. It won't just be head knowledge, but we'll know it because we've experienced it. We've experienced tangible freedom. And guys, like literally like after that time of just looking at Jesus, like he spoke so much truth. You know, as I declared who he was, he brought insight into my fears and I was delivered and I just felt so much better. And I love what Psalm 34 verse five says, they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. That's the promise that we have is when we look to him, we will shine because he is light. John says in the book of John, it says that Jesus is the light of all mankind. And so that means when we look to him, we will radiate his lightness, his likeness and his lightness. Psalm 34.10 says, The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Guys, like this is a promise that when we spend time to seek God, it's never wasted time. I don't, I don't know if there's someone here that needs to hear that. I know sometimes I need that reminder. There's times when I'm like really busy and tempted to just work and shorten my times with God. And it's like, no, I want to take that extra time because sometimes it just takes that extra five minutes to get that touch from God, to get that revelation from God. And so I want to encourage you to like take time to seek the Lord, right? Don't rush those times with Him. I would encourage you all too to go and read Numbers 21. I'm just going to briefly go through that. But in Numbers 21, we read here about the fiery serpents that God sent out because the Israelites were grumbling, even though God had redeemed them from Egypt, right? Now they're going through the wilderness, but they're complaining. And so the Lord allowed, you know, He, he sent off and allowed snakes to come and they're venomous poisonous to attack them and so that's when the israelites were like oh moses like we sinned ask god to forgive us and so the lord told moses make a bronze serpent hang it on a pole and anyone who looks at that bronze serpent will be saved right that was a promise like and and the crazy part is all they had to do was look at that bronze serpent and that bronze serpent is a representation of jesus right where he would be lifted up on a cross on the tree 
and he would be bearing our sins, the curses of our sins. You can think of that as like poison, right? He bore our curses, bore our sins, bore our iniquities so that we may be healed, so that we may be saved. And so I, I just wanna share this story because I wanna point out that I just took a look, look, look and you will find healing, look and you will be delivered, look and you will be set free. All it takes is for us to look at Jesus and when we look at him, he sets us free, his truth comes. Right, those lies break down. And like I mentioned earlier, we no longer have to be running away from our anxieties and, and distract ourselves. But instead, as we look at Jesus, we actually get the freedom and the deliverance to walk in the renewed life, to not be bound by shame, to not be bound by sin, by lust, by fear. He delivers us, right, by His truth to be victorious. And guys, the key to experiencing that breakthrough and looking at Jesus as faith, that's it, right? Faith, that's all you need is faith. Even Abraham was accounted righteous by his faith. We are saved by faith. And so if we look at Jesus without believing in him, you know, we're not gonna get anything. We're only gonna get as much as we hunger for. And so I wanna encourage you, when you're looking at the Lord, when you're giving your time, give yourself fully and, and come expect it, come hungry. James 4, 8 promises this. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's a promise, guys. So when you're doubting and questioning, maybe the enemy might be putting those lies. We have to say, no, I thank you, God, that as I draw near to you, you draw near to me. So the scriptures even say that he is close to the brokenhearted. You might be going through maybe a death, someone that died and you're just feeling so hopeless. Seek God and he will comfort you as if he was right next to you. I promise you, you will feel that presence and he will comfort you like no one else can. Why? Because he is your God, right? He's your creator. There's no one else that can comfort you as, as best as he could. And looking to Jesus should also remind you that you can come to him and trust him, right? To, to be there for you. And, and that means coming to him in prayer. I love Philippians 4, 6 to 7. This is like literally one of my go-to verses every day. But it says, do not be anxious about anything, <clears throat> but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, bring your request to God and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. So as we look to him, God will remind you, hey, you can look to me and trust it to me. There's been many times where I was just afraid, you know, and I could give in to fear and just be worried or I can actually pray and trust God, you know, and just to share a quick testimony, I was getting fearful about, you know, my husband, Michael, and I could have just gave in to fear, just worried, worried, worried. But instead, I'm like, no, I'm going to pray. You know, God, give him vision. Fill him, God. Fill him with joy. And I didn't even end up sharing it to my husband, but I just prayed for him. And then later on that day, he was telling me that in the morning, he felt so alive and, and had vision and even made vision to write down for the next three months. And I was like, wow, I happened to specifically pray for that. So know that God answers your prayers. He hears them, right? That's why God says, do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition. God wouldn't tell us to not be anxious and pray if he wasn't gonna do something in our prayer, right? So like we get to believe and tap into this and tap into the fact that God has the power to move into our lives. So I wanna encourage you all to continue to look at the Lord, like keep your minds steadfast in him. I love Isaiah 26, three. It says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust you. Know that you can trust God. Just know that. Even if you feel like by your mental capacity, 
by what you're seeing, you can't trust God, let your heart remind you, let the Holy Spirit remind you that you can trust Him, that there's no other better thing in this world than to trust God. And I want to end with two passages here. Psalm 103, 2-5 says, Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise His name. This is so important, guys. When we're talking about looking at Jesus, our, our whole body needs to look at Him. And looking at Him means we have to praise Him because He's God. So I want to encourage you all to tell your soul, I will praise God. I will give thanks. I will choose to set my affections on things above and not on things on the earth, right? Like what Colossians 3 says. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Right? That's a command that he gives us to not forget his benefits. And as we take time to look at the Lord and remember his goodness, it's going to like automatically stir in our hearts and our souls to want to praise God. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, like I was mentioning earlier. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's the beauty of our Lord, right? He's able to renew us, to fill us with desire. If you're in a place where you just feel so horrible or dissatisfied, go to the Lord and know that He will satisfy you. If you're needing mercy and compassion, when you go to God, know that He will. You know, some of you guys are maybe like avoiding God because you don't want to feel like that conviction or that condemnation. Yes, God will convict you, but that conviction isn't something that leaves you like feeling horrible, but it actually empowers you to want to seek God. And as you seek Him, you're gonna see that there's so much better on the other side. Like there's so many greater things that are to come that God has for you. So I really encourage you guys, meditate on Psalm 103. And the last thing is Psalm 27:4. I pray that this would all be our prayer. It says, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. So why does David say that he that the one thing he desires is to dwell in the house of God? The reason why he asks to dwell in the house of God is to gaze at His beauty, guys. And that's powerful. Let us be ones that say, God, I want to dwell in Your presence to gaze at Your beauty, right? Like we don't want to come into God's presence to worry, to think about all these other things. Like, no, to gaze at His beauty. That's what Jesus was saying to me, going back to what I was saying in the beginning. He said, Gabby, will you just look at me? Right, like that's what we're called to be when we come to His presence. Like, let us just fix our eyes on Him because He will give us the solutions. You know, and of course there's times to pray and intercede, but let's not forget to simply look and behold the beauty of Jesus. Because when we do, guys, when we behold His beauty, when we remember the things that He's done for us, what He did on the cross, that He redeemed us, that we don't have to live a life of fear and shame, our hearts start to become like His. We start to be filled with love and, and you know, the fruit. one of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5 says long-suffering. Like, we can then persevere in long-suffering as we look to Jesus. You will find healing and deliverance just like those Israelites back, you know, in, in the book of Numbers. As they, as they looked, at the bronze serpent, they were healed. As we look at Jesus, we will find him and we will find healing. So I wanna pray for you all. God, I just thank you so much, Lord, for every single person that's listening. I pray, Lord, that you would just use the words that we read today from your, your, your book, God, your Bible, Lord, that, that these would be meditated in our hearts, that we would take time to, to speak these verses out loud, that we would take time to look at you 
that we wouldn't spend all our days looking at our worries, looking at the future, what's to come, but we would just simply look at you, Jesus, because I know that there is joy, that there is peace, that there is all these things that are beautiful as we look at you, Jesus. I pray right now, God, as those that are listening, that are just looking at you, that you would bring them supernatural joy, that you would bring them supernatural comfort and peace, God, in their lives. For those that maybe have been bound by lies, that you would breathe upon them truth, God. Give them your perspective, Jesus. Lord, we bind whatever the enemy is doing, God, the lies, and, and we release your truth into our lives, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you all have been blessed by this. And if you have, um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please write a review. This helps us to also reach more people. If you go to our episodes and scroll all the way down, you can star it and write a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, you know, write a comment as well. Share, you know, what God is speaking to you here. And like I mentioned earlier, if you're also interested in joining our online Bible studies, please do join, right? You can go to livingrevelations.com slash online Bible studies where you can sign up and you know they're live but we also have recordings too if you can't come live and like I said you know our heart is to be able to raise you up to be able to disciple others to love Jesus and have that strong relationship with God and to have access to other believers that will encourage you in your life journey you know we have people tuning in from different states in the United States different countries but praise God for technology where we get to come together in the name of Jesus um, and lastly, too, if you've been blessed, please consider giving. You know, I'm pushing this every week because we definitely do need to raise money so that we can continue to do what we do, which is helping others find God real in everyday life through our Bible studies, our podcasts, our media. And we, re we are really wanting to start creating books and resources. And so all like any amount would be such a blessing. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. Thank you all so much. God bless. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Hi, my name is Taylor. My name is Clara. Hi, I'm Kathy. Well, my name is Iridia. Revelations has so a seed in my life by just being a community. By first bringing a community that's kind of just all over the world, getting to be surrounded by such a community with like people who have such a fire for the Lord. The Lord really put me into a place of faith and showing me what it really means to serve Him. I have been so blessed to get so close to a couple of the girls that are in the community. I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really living my life the way I am now for the Lord. I'm just so thankful that we're all able to pray together, worship together, read the Word together, study together. Living Revelation has also helped me to zone in to the calling that God has over my life. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different levels in my life. I hope that you can all also feel like the same kind of um, blessing and help through a living revelations or even through Gabby. So thank you so much. We have seen the greatest transformation in the girls we disciple through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community. We have had over 140 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our podcasts have had over 16,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs, too, have reached around 17,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. 
We are looking to raise $30,000 this coming year to produce study guides to help others study the Bible, to build a team to produce more media, and to expand our online Bible studies and conferences. Our goal is to transform lives to love Jesus. You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com slash donations. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.